Hello, and welcome to the Self-Improvement Book Club with Rachel. Today's book is What I Know for Sure by Oprah Winfrey. This is a book about things that Oprah has learned throughout her life, her struggles, her history of trauma, things she's discovered about herself through trial and error, through living life, and a story really of excellence and perseverance and resilience. Oprah turned a lot of her hardships into strengths. So this just shows how resilient she is. Now, resilience is a trait that we can all work on. And I believe it can be something that is learned. But a lot of us might have this characteristic naturally. So if you don't, if you feel like I'm not really a resilient person, I do believe that you can work on this skill and become more resilient. In the book, it talks about Oprah's history. So her mom was pregnant with her and actually hid the fact that she was pregnant until the birth because her mom had deep shame and regret regarding the pregnancy. So Oprah was raised by her grandparents and had years of suffering. She was sexually abused for four years from 10 to 14 and then became pregnant herself. Like her mom, she felt great shame about the pregnancy and hid it. And tragically, the baby didn't survive long after the birth. So the book really talks about how lonely she felt as a child, feeling like no one else would do things for her, and the hardship that she she survived. And she became determined and open-minded to overcoming her struggles, and achieving happiness on her own because she learned as a child that no one else can make you happy. No one really was there for her. So she felt like I have to do this for myself. In fact, when she was a teenager and young adult, she often was seeking love in the wrong places. In the book, it tells a story about one of her boyfriends or someone she was dating was trying to leave the house and she wanted him to stay so bad she threw his keys into the toilet. So this is a example of her trying to control relationships, get people to stay, and she realized that that wasn't the right way, that that wasn't fulfilling her. In fact, on her show, she did an episode where she did an episode where she had married men that kind of cheated all the time, were constantly cheating on their wives, and interviewed them about why they cheated on their wives. And there was a pretty consistent answer that they felt loved by their mistress and not their wives. So again, people looking for love in all the wrong places. So how do you give yourself affection and care? Because this is what Again, Oprah had to learn to do for herself. So one of her big takeaways is that you have to be responsible for your own life. 
You are responsible for loving yourself. No one else can change the way that you think of yourself. So what Oprah started to do is for many years, she kept a gratitude journal every day. She would write five things she was grateful for. So that's one way she suggests to kind of change your mindset, look at the good in your life, even when you think everything is going wrong. Another big struggle for Oprah was loving her body. So after years of binge eating, diets, you know, trying everything to change her body, she even tried a hot dog diet. So, you know, if there was a diet to be tried, she tried it. Um, She went through a lot of different ways to try to control the way she looked. And then her her moment of aha, like, oh, this isn't working, is when she found out she had a heart condition. She was having heart palpitations for several weeks. She went to the doctor and, you know, she realized that she was doing all the wrong things. She was kind of harming her body to, to make this heart condition. That really, how she should have looked at it was, I am grateful for my heart I'm grateful for my body instead of being preoccupied with her dress size. So she started to show gratitude to her body and this changed things for her. And she was also committed to trying to be her best self, living to her full potential. And to do that, she had to learn some hard lessons and overcome fear of judgment which is hard for all of us. We all hate to be judged, um, misunderstood, any of that. So she feared she would never stop kind of getting, needing this validation from other people. And she had to look, look at some hard lessons. So during her show, she got overwhelmed with all the expectations people had on her to help. So abused women, runaway children would come and ask for help, write to her, come to her show and want help. And she was saying yes over and over again. Of course, if you're saying yes to everyone and trying to help everyone, you're going to get burnt out. So she took this as I've got to figure out what in me is pushing myself to help people beyond my capacity. So she asked herself, why, why am I pushing myself? And the answer was she wanted to be liked. She wanted people to see her as a good person. And she also had a fear that if she said no, people would be angry at her. They would be angry at her. So she really had to dig deep and change her beliefs to change this saying yes all the time. So she had to change the belief that you had to say yes to everything to be a good person. Instead, she had to accept that she was a good-natured person, even if she did not accept every request that came to her. So it was fear that was making her say yes to everything. And this helped her learn the importance of saying no. That even though she tried to help everyone, she couldn't. And this was an important,
important turning point for Oprah. Another thing that Oprah really focused on and was passionate about is getting people out to vote. So Oprah was born in Mississippi, which had high racism, had the highest number of lynchings in all of the U.S. So it was a, a place of racial divide. But in the 1950s, 1960s, around when Oprah was born, there was a little bit more hope coming into the country. Things had started to shift. In fact, in 1954, uh, Congress passed that African Americans had the right to education. And Jesse Jackson actually came to Oprah's school and spoke. And this was a pivotal point for her. I think this is something that she took in because he said one must pursue excellence to defeat racism. He said that she wrote it down in her 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 book at school and she posted it to a mirror. So what he said stuck with her and she was committed to helping people get out and vote, taking voting seriously. So this was another focus that she had in her lifetime. Now, Oprah also talks about the importance of time. She says it's all about relishing each hour as though another will not happen. So this is another of kind of reaching into your gratitude, enjoying every moment. And one, one tip I have in my own practice to do this is sometimes we have to plan for these really good moments that we're present and we're enjoying life instead of worrying about the future, planning for the future, looking at the past and regretting things that happened in the past. So one tip I have um, that's not in the book, it's just my own tip, is to take out your journal, take out a journal or write it down somewhere, write it in your phone, you don't have to have a formal journal, and break your day into morning, midday, and night and plan some mindful breaks that would feel good for you. So the morning may be enjoying a cup of coffee, smelling the aroma, watching the birds outside. So this is, you know, enjoying the moments, right? Taking time to actually, like Oprah said, relish each hour as though another may not come. So planning out these times to really be connected in the moment. And nighttime ritual could be stretching before bed and really kind of connecting back with my body. Any of these are good examples of that, um, which Oprah gave us these great tips. Another big focus of the book and a main point is no matter how bad you feel like you have it, in life or that you feel like life has treated you, Oprah believes there's no benefit in blaming the world for your problems. She feels that only you can provide love for yourself to provide your own happiness and opportunities and to start working on making those opportunities happen. So this comes from within And if you can 
stop blaming others and start looking within how can I change my my environment my circumstances you know where do why where do I have control to create more opportunities and strive for excellence is is kind of the thinking that Oprah switched within her life she also would like to give the advice dance like no one is watching be in the moment so that's the you know be in the present don't take time for granted really enjoy your time on this earth she talks about tina turner coming on her show and she had to learn this dance number dance with tina turner and she was really worried about getting the the dance moves right and instead of she realized, why am I worrying about this? So instead of that, she decided to just bask in the moment and enjoy it. And it turned out to be a really great show. So if you're able to let go of those worries and those thoughts and just really get in the moment, it takes some practice for sure. Then um, those are Oprah's main points of the book and advice. So I hope you enjoy this week's book club. Have a great rest of your day.